It's Monday, March 15th. We've got a hot one for you. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news headlines and all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. With us on the show today are the gentlemen behind the recent Bryant Lake Bowl viral video titled Right Up Our Alley. We have Anthony Jaska, director and co-founder of Rally Studios, as well as Jay Christensen, the aerial cinematographer, drone pilot from the video. We also have Mike Welsh, another drone operator with Sky Candy, who happened to be the brave ball cleaner and final ball thrower in the video. Guys, first of all, thank you all for joining us on the show. Second, this is pretty wild. I'm curious how y'all are doing with all this press. Um, it's definitely something very different, something we're really not used to, that's for sure. Um, and I think one thing Jay and I have experienced, and Mike can probably attest to this as well, well, is like all of the inquiries and all the questions and all the press, it, it all happens at once. So the excitement level is extremely high. For me personally, getting to sleep at night is kind of tough. Like I've never experienced that before, but uh, you know, just take it one day at a time and accept the new challenges that lie in front of us. What about you, Jamie? Yeah, I I mean, yeah, the press is definitely new. I've, I just think it's cool. All the people that are around the world that are from Minnesota or know Bryant Lake Bowl. Like last night, my sister was in Mexico and people from Minnesota took her out to dinner because somehow they started talking about the video. Oh, that's awesome. And she's like, yeah, that's my brother that shot that. And they took her out to dinner. So that was, that was pretty cool. So it's definitely just random stuff like that where people are sharing their memories of how much Bryant Lake Bowl means to them. Uh, that's just like a big bonus of the video itself. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, and you guys have a ridiculous reel as well. I mean, you, you have produced a ton of really cool content. Oh, thanks. Is it weird for you that this one is the one that just like got hooks and went to the moon? Um, yeah, definitely. I, I think for sure for me, between me and Jay, that's been a really common question of, did you see it? You know, were you expecting this one to go viral or whatever? And, uh, you know, the answer to that is absolutely not. But everybody here at Rally is extremely passionate about what they do. You know, I think we do a really good job of finding talent and attracting talent of people that just no limits. You know, they'll do whatever it takes for a really polished piece. And, uh, and we've been extremely fortunate with some of the clients and brands we've gotten to touch, especially in the last three or four years. Yeah, your uh, your about us video on the Rally Studios page gave me goosebumps. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I was really like close to that project. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, to Tyler's point, you've done the videos like uh, like Welcome Home, the Cinema Fly Through, which is another one that seems very similar to the bowling one, where you're you're flying by people's faces and there's all kinds. <laughs> oh, that, of- oh, that's your house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's uh, the motorcycle in the mall. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I realized um, whenever I was digging into Jay's IG that I had seen the Timberwolves one before. We can get into some of the audio production on that. It, it was wild to see how some of that works with the fading of the music and you know the audio tracks as you're swinging around somebody. Is there something that you feel like was different about what was produced here that made this one go viral or or how it was shared or do you know? Yeah, I, th- I think just the, like, yeah, like you're saying with the audio production, that's a huge part of it and me and mike have been flying drones for so long where we're like accustomed to all right well you can't record audio like you just it's buzzing like we're just sitting there like oh this would be so cool if we could actually get what somebody's saying or what you're hearing you just never can so trying to figure out recently how to learn how to implement different sounds designs in post-production has been how a lot of these videos are getting the real feel that you're there I think yeah. you don't put any sound on that video. I don't think it gets 
nearly as much of views and attraction. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, it just goes yeah. to show that if you can, you know, figure out all post-production elements, even though it's a one take, so it's just one shot, still putting time into making it feel like you're there is super important. Well, and I feel like you guys nailed putting it all together that way too, right? Like you got the one take, you got uh, obviously all kinds of fun little, you know, Easter eggs put into that video in general, but the audio absolutely crushed it. I don't know, I don't know which of you or if it's another audio guy, but just like high fives all around. It's really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was yes, dude. One. You killed it. That is so good. Are you able to leverage anything? The one thing is Anthony's always like telling me like, oh, you should like go further and like, and uh, what's it called when you uh, make it go from? I'm all about the like uh, panning. So oh, like spatial when, when audio. Something. Yeah, spatial yeah, audio. Spatial and audio. I, I didn't do that. And he, on this one, I actually didn't do the spatial audio, but he's like always saying like, oh, you got to go harder. And sometimes I'm like, uh, put all this other work in. I want it to be done. And like, <laughs> um, I take it all the way, baby. No limits. Do you have to program the spatial audio yourself or, or the, is there some intelligence in the software that you use where you can just kind of say audio sources here and here's the flight path? So basically with the panning, we just do it through Premiere and, you know, just kind of pan it and then line it up just through keyframes as the um, subject passes. Yeah. So that's basically how we've handled it before. And, you know, on these things, there's no budget, right? So we can't send it off to our audio guys. And even though they're our friends and things like that, like, but clearly we don't need to, um, that not being said, we need really good audio guys that I don't want to put them under the bus, but, um, there's no budget. And so, uh, we just do as much in, in, internal as possible and, and get by with what we can. And, and clearly people like it. That's great. You kind of leaned into this a little bit already, but what's cool about what you're able to do with this 90 second video, you gifted millions of people around the world with a view into the atmosphere and the vibe of this place that you love. It was something you talked about in several of the interviews. It was something you wanted to highlight important to you to, to drive this local business with the, you know, lifting of the Corona restrictions and all this kind of stuff. Have you checked in with the alley? Is their business up? Are people calling? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it's like super, it's, it's, you know, been super busy the whole past week. I drove by it a couple of times, but, um, definitely Erica, the owner is like, you know, she likes to keep quiet. And so she, this is all new to her. So it's, um. But yes, it's it's cool to see how, you know, we've been, you know, focusing on a lot of films that showcase Minneapolis and St. Paul this year. So Mike and I went out and shot uh, all the streets in Minneapolis when it was first empty, trying to like really show how surreal that felt to be out there. And just going out and like the start of the pandemic, there wasn't many, you know, shoots left or people weren't filming productions. So it was a time where we could really start doing more creative stuff that documented what we were experiencing, like all throughout the year. This one was just at least, you know, still showcasing a, a place that's nearby and, and dear to so many people. But it, it also was just like one to be have a fun time on, like who doesn't love bowling and like, you know, being able, I've always just thought chasing a ball would be really cool uh, in any sport uh, for that matter, but bowling, especially because I've always wondered what it looks like behind the pins too. I've never seen that before. So yeah, when Erica showed me that, I was stoked. I was like telling you guys, like it's the, this pins, it's the coolest thing back there. These like old 1950s machines are just like little conveyor belts and like yeah. little arms. And that industrial look back there is, you know, behind the sure. curtain. No one gets to see. Nobody gets to see. For sure. Yeah. 
We're definitely going to have a big party there too. Uh, yeah. in the next couple of weeks too. Yeah, we definitely have to have nice. a party. social distance party. It'll be uh, social. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Texas just canceled the pandemic. You guys should try it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. are you guys are your own country basically. We like to think we are. <laughs> so, what's the process like to to set all this up? You know, when you think about the 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 bowling alley one or the cinema one or the the streets of Minneapolis, whenever you decide the flight path and, and go to produce all this, what is that what is that process? Yeah, so Jay and I for the last two have like been our main team up ones on that. And we kind of go have a process of doing a walkthrough, uh drawing on a map, creating scenes around that map that we do our walkthrough on, having a scout and like testing that goes into it, and then getting talent in there. And modifying as we go, I think like one thing that you saw or the last was like the last take, and there was a lot of modifications that that went into that to like make it easier on the flight path or including more talent or something like that, or to you know up the game of how tricky we can get with the moves. I mean, I think that's like one thing that's that's kind of the process that we've been living by right now. Yeah, and when when we're flying drones, it's always like people looking at the drone or like people not understanding. You can't like. Like, so you can't just go out to a, a bowling alley when it's like open and just do that because everybody's going to be like, what's going on here? Yeah. So <laughs> being able to have friends that were able to help us on this and, you know, Mike was able to be there and he already is understands the cinema side of things. So it's easy when your talent is also like can explain to the talent that don't know their cinema stuff, like kind of what to expect and mm. And yeah, another thing is I think Mike's doing this last shot too, where he's like ready to bullet and he has to like perfectly know he doesn't see the drone. He just has to hear. And the fact that he's, you know, listening to drones all his life or for a while now. And it's like, he knows exactly when it's behind him to bowl the ball at the end. So, ah, so, was- so Mike, you also timed that last bowl where you followed it. That was your, that was your role. I did, yeah. So I'm listening to nice. the drone, but I'm also listening from the, the commands. And Anthony is like, yelling, yeah, like, go, uh, go. Like, Mike, come to you. <laughs> yep, yep. It's awesome. So you have to time it perfectly. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, an interesting orchestra. It's it's a hell of a team. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a circus, man. I mean, like, there's so many things that have to go right for us to get, like, a good one take. Um, because you have all the talent. You have the timing of everything. You have all the – and then you have to have the players in the right place. And, yeah, it helps to have – I never thought about that. Like, oh, this drone is getting close to my ears. Like, yeah, you oh, can shit. have a sense of how far away it is, and then yeah. you have to go do it. That's cool. That's why he had to be that guy. He had to be that guy. guy. That's cool. It was, only, it was only like ten or twelve takes, right, for the the bowling alley one. It was ten. Ten, and then and then I had about five uh, practice ones earlier in the day that nobody was there for. So oh, okay. overall, just to get the run down. That's awesome. Cool. So what about the yeah. one in the mall? In Minnesota, because you because I kept looking for people that are because you're getting pretty close to some people. Nobody really like looks up at the drone. There's only like I think two. Yeah, I think there's like two people that ever really noticed it that day. You know, it was it was there was a lot of ambiance and noise in there. So it really didn't even though these things buzz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Mike. So Mike was actually uh, operating a drone in there that drops gift cards uh to oh, nice. people so like that, it was just a little promotion they were black, doing black friday promotion yeah oh, cool. so Mike, oh i got you so they're already aware drones are flying by and stuff and they're not it's not all actors that was like a real deal that was all just regular shoppers oh that's crazy yeah that's awesome and i think i think in the mall it helps that like there's already those like kiosk guys that fly things around and everyone kind of ignores them yeah so they think <laughs> yeah no, that's, I never thought nobody's that. just trying to sell me stuff 
<laughs> yeah. You're totally right. Absolutely. Like yeah. Guy. So I, I think there was a couple of people that were like, whoa, what is going on with this guy? Like he's getting a little <laughs> close to me, but for the most part, no one really looked at it, which we're <laughs> that, right. that shot of, we just, we had a different shoot there recently. And it was funny because like, we're, you know, shooting uh, where this like drone raises up to the next level. And this girl's walking out of a store, like watching a balloon float up. And then these two old folks are walking behind and they just froze and were like, you know, in their path, like had no clue what was happening. And um, Dude, we didn't really block off the traffic. We, we pissed off some mall walkers. We yeah. like, <laughs> That's so I'm, I'm curious about how some of that stuff works from a legal perspective, like with the 107 license and all that kind of stuff. Maybe we can get into that, but I know at least I want, I've, I've got some people that are very curious around whenever you capture the video, we see the GoPro footage. What does it look like through the FPV mask? Is it lower resolution? Is it like, what's the experience like to get that low latency and all that? Yeah, a little, little bit lower resolution and like pretty much as close to instantaneous as you can get. Like it's, it's now to a point where there's no, there is no latency. And, um, I think that you're, you're seeing as close, like you're kind of envisioning the GoPro shot, but you can never tilt your camera on there. So sometimes you might be getting a terrible shot and you're thinking you're getting a great shot. And it's just, it's just a level where you have to know your camera tilt based on the speed you're going. So if you're chasing something super fast, you have to tilt that camera back, you know, pretty far. Uh, otherwise, you know, you're just going to be looking at the ground the whole time. I think that's one thing that you've gotten really good at is understand. Especially, yeah. Especially <laughs> in the last, like, honestly, the last, like, what would you say six, six months? Is yeah. The tilt of like understanding where his acceleration was and how the shot was. Because yeah. I remember uh, things in players and things like that, where we had the shot and, you know, you're, I, cha- I was, I'm not, bad I'm, not, that. I'm not, I'm not, was... no, 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 you weren't bad. You're always good. But there was like there it was just very difficult to get the shot basically and so we'd have to modify and spend a little more time uh doing that i didn't even think about the tilt that's that's an extra degree because when i first saw the timberwolves one and then this one especially i thought okay that's a 360 camera that was my first thought Mm -hmm. and then in post you're moving the camera around which maybe maybe that's what you should do i don't know i don't know if it's lower resolution etc but that adds an extra layer of expertise to what you're able to accomplish not only just the flight path to make it through these little areas, but you also have to have the drone facing the right direction. Yeah. It's incredible. Well, it's Jason. So what's crazy about it. And I've played around with these. I am not even close to the level that these guys are with these, these drones, but it's interesting. The throttle control and the like spinning the drone are the same control stick, right? Mm -hmm. So to like throttle up and spin, right. Mm -hmm. You have to go top left. Yeah, yep. so it's yaw and throttle and it's on yaw and throttle on one stick. And so so then put that together and how complicated yeah. that can be. <laughs> and then when he's doing those swoops around bowling balls and stuff like that, you're like, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, That's it's wild. like you know, it's like knowing how to drive a car and then knowing what it takes to like set a Nuremberg ring lap or something like that. But what's nice about this drone is it has prop guards. So the safety aspect really gives confidence to people to fly close to people. And then if you do run into something, um, it's not going to harm the drone at all. So there's an element of just being able to take riskier moves without uh, causing any harm. You'd have to be going like really fast into something really hard to ruin the drone. Like it's, Oh, nice. 
it's pretty durable. So that's why like we were able to go into the pins and stuff. But yeah, and it still flew. I read that there was minor damage from the pins, but that's still pretty impressive because yeah, you can still fly, fly, fly that quite drone. quick. Still, that's awesome. Still, still flyable. Yeah, but that's the thing is uh the safe like Mike was just saying, like the safety aspect really gives you more confidence. So I really, if I'm gonna do anything where we're working with like the Timberwolves, I'm not gonna give they don't know my pilot level like they just see a drone flying and if there's exposed propellers that's intimidating so being able to guard those propellers is like a very is huge it's everything it's everything yeah especially yeah. with all the bystanders sure and then even for like the talent and on, on set too they feel a lot more confident when they see those guards around i mean i think there's people that'll be like they'll flinch the first time on you know some of the earlier takes but by the time we're on like take seven or eight everybody's kind of in it you know yeah, yeah. Yep. And I think I spotted you in spotted you Jay in the coming home one. I think you're sitting next to the guy kicking the soccer ball or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in a lot of the other ones, I don't know where you are. I don't know if you're in the bowling alley or if outside or if you're sitting in a car and like how far can you fly these things? When do you start getting interference? Can you talk about a little bit of that? Yeah, a big part of it is finding your transmission limits. Um and uh yeah, in target center, I think. Uh, you know, I went with uh, Eric Nelson, the director over there, and he he was like, you know, show, like he would literally walk the drone around and I would sit in one spot. And it was funny because we didn't realize that when you're when the drone isn't like buzzing, that's its self cooling system. So your transmitter gets really bad. It starts oh, to like, overheat. Right. Yeah, totally. And so it's funny this whole time I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to go all the way through this target center but then we, i'm just like let me fly it quick and then it totally had yeah, the signal because it so yeah that was a cool uh, learning experience is you can't just walk it around you have to let it unless you're you know outside in the cold then you can do it but yeah we got um, a lot of that up here yeah so it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah it's important for like anytime we're doing the shot we got to be hiding so like finding a good happy medium of your start your point a to point b of where your transmission is going to go and then just finding a spot that's like chills too totally like the shots, I, yeah. in the bowling video there's like just a there's just a downstairs stairway on the so right as you come through and right before you get to the lanes there's just a stairwell to the right i'm just hiding down so that way i kind of yelling to people <laughs> uh, um, it's like i could communicate right next to him uh for that one we didn't really have like a transmission monitor up for, or director's monitor so i had to be in the shot and like i started next to so if you see me walking in when the drone's coming in through the front door oh you're one of the two i'm actually right next to jay for oh, that cool. uh staircase that we put him in and that's like a hidden little staircase yeah i'll have to go which just that. happened to be there super convenient like happy accident it's pretty chaotic though too because like we're it's like loud like the drone's so loud yeah. in there yeah. and like we're just like yelling i'm like yelling, I'm yelling stuff yeah, yeah. like mike's like over here like waiting for like three different cues and anthony is like queuing pretty much everybody so it's uh it's to a point where it's <laughs> i wish i don't think we filmed any behind the scenes of that but we have a couple of shots that this guy's got but i don't know they're, really, <laughs> they're okay they're okay it's just they're like tiktok yeah and so it's so yeah it'd be interesting to see the behind the scenes if we had recorded that maybe on the security cams that probably doesn't <laughs> oh, there you go. um but it's just it's just funny because like i remember in the moment it just being so chaotic and just everybody just yelling and like 
And then we finally got it at the end. I like lost it. And <laughs> yeah, when, when Jay sees the take, because obviously he's the first one to see the take, he's like, ah! that's full, awesome. Full celebration mode. So that's awesome. All right. Well, uh, we're, we're a go. tech news podcast. I know you guys got to go. Yeah. I want to ask one tech question for you because, uh, and, and we'll make it an easy one, but I'm totally going to put you on the spot. Tesla announced, I think this morning oh. or yesterday, that Elon Musk and Zach Kickhorn have new titles. So Elon is now the techno king of Tesla and his CFO also carries the uh, the master of coin title. Now that you guys are world famous, what, what are your new titles? James, <laughs> Fams. Yeah. You, you've been saying aerial cinematographer. I love that. But what just fam, lift fams of cinematography? Yeah. Oh, fam. there you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. Uh, yeah, just standard director for me, man. No, you got you gotta you gotta up your game, Chief Grand Pooba of drone cinematography. Something. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, maybe director of drone cinematography. I, I just yeah. say aerial. I just say aerial cinematography. I think I it like just that. comes down to like, you know, you're putting a can. No matter what, you're always floating a camera. You're putting it in the sky. So well, always- and Jay can shoot cool. too, man. I mean, so I wouldn't. Oh, ground. We call it ground. ground he calls ground it ground camera. cameras. <laughs> ground camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should ground. Some ground camera footage. That'd be. <laughs> I got to ask one other thing before we wrap. What is the drone? Unless it's some custom thing that you built. And then what is your opinion on the, the new DJI FPVs? Because I'm watching a lot of people see what you do and then think, oh, I'm going to go get one of those. Is that even going to be the same experience? What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, it's a different experience. There's definitely a place for the new DJI drone where you can fly for 20 minutes, whereas like the one we fly is five minutes and then you have five miles of range. So in that sense, it's great, but the props are in the shot. So you have to crop in, uh, to use the footage. There's no prop guards. There's a lot of negatives. Uh, the camera sucks in low light. So it it has, it has its place, but for, for what we do, it's, it's not going to be one of the main things. If that camera was good in low light though, Ooh, that would have been insane. If they put but, like an X oh, nice. five ish or X seven sensor just on a that camera, sensor yeah. would be killer. Well, I mean that little 20 megapixel on the, uh, Mavic. Yeah, yeah, that thing was awesome. That's a Mavic Pro, right? Yep. Yeah, I love that. And then if if people are like thinking of like getting, you know, like some sort of like Cinewoo versus like that DJI FPV, like I think they should look at it as like if you really, really want to make it simplified for yourself, like the DJI FPV does simplify, but it feels like it has a little bit of training wheels on it that Mm -hmm. you might not be able to like fully go you know manual and with your creativity mm-hmm. uh it might limit your creativity a bit but hey who doesn't love like five miles of range like that's, that's pretty cool but if you if you crash it you can't really fix it yourself yeah so you can't screw you can't fix it yourself so that i i don't know i would if people are really feeling that they want to get into fpv like and they're confident definitely not djf tv but oh i don't know Burn. uh another thing was it uh, he I've seen a lot of people post that they're like, this was done with the new drone or DJI uh, FPV. I wouldn't have been able to and do it. And it's like, that. there's no way. Oh, that's funny. Just trying with, to piggyback uh, I mean, on the just success. Sim- just, just coming down to the size, like it, it's, it wouldn't it's have fit through a lot of those spots. Yeah. And it might have it's, chopped Mike's uh, legs up. Or that something. Also, it's higher. Right. Isn't it higher too? Yeah, it's yeah. like so you wouldn't be able it's to. It's tall. Three times the size of the one. Oh, yeah. wow. So, you know, it was definitely Cinewoop and 
We're really happy with it. No offense, DJI. I love you. We love DJI. We love DJI. Uh, for, cool for, for Mike, Mike was always, he was always ahead of the game in knowing like these DJI products that had come out since 2014. He was always like putting those drones into our hands. He's like, Jay, we got to get this. We're going to, we're going to really learn this machine. And yeah, that, that was like the first, uh, the first time we knew like DJI was a great company. So don't, don't get it wrong. They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah, we, we dork out on all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. yeah, we feel you on that. Hope to see you all in London working on Guardians of the Galaxy. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Shut it down, Tyler. We'll oh, yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah, thank oh, you. Yeah. Appreciate your time, guys. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. This is uh, this has been a, quite the treat. It's tons of fun talking with people that are passionate about what they do and darn good at it, too, which is awesome. So that brings another Tech Breakfast podcast to a close. Thank you, all the listeners, for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this one. Aaron and I certainly had a ton of fun with it. Thanks again, guys, for joining us, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Adios, fam. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.